Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. One of the joys of doing Coast to Coast AM on a Friday night is when we do a new segment like this, I get a chance to talk both with some old friends like Howard Bloom coming up in just a second, but also some new ones. Dr. John Curtis, I've heard a lot but never spoken with. He's the editor of OnlineColumnist.com. Uh, and the director of an L.A. think tank that specializes in corporate consulting and strategic PR. Stratcom is like a serious hot topic, by the way, on college campuses across the country. So you're on the leading edge of that. Uh, Dr. John Curtis, it's a pleasure to have you on tonight. Well, thank you. It's nice Tell to me, be with you. What's the, I, I tried to find what the Ph.D. was in, just in order to flesh out fully your bio, but I couldn't find it. What was that? Uh, way back when, I have a Ph.D. in psychology. Oh, wonderful. Uh, but I've been basically a journalist, uh, you know, writing, uh, you know, approximately, I think, you have people are reading 30 columns a month. It's an enormous task, but uh, we cover all the major news stories. Of course. Uh, and, uh, and certainly the psychology piece comes in handy when you're covering human beings of any type as a journalist. So we don't know what's in the Mueller report. We may not know much. We may know everything. We, we don't know what we don't know. Uh, but what we do know is that there are all sorts of reactions coming from different political quarters on this. Lots of spin going one way or another. What's your first take uh, on the fact that the, the Mueller report has been turned in. All right, well, let me help connect some dots, okay? The investigation, the Mueller investigation, was built off of Hillary's paid opposition research known as the dossier. It was fake from the get-go. It was an attempt on her part to discredit the Trump campaign. It was orchestrated through President Barack Obama, his Attorney General Loretta Lynch, his uh, National Security Advisor Susan Rice, and James Comey, the FBI director, all of whom were attempting to sabotage Trump's campaign to get Hillary elected. Now, having said that, the context of this, uh, this entire invest- investigation has been built off of this um, uh, you know, phony dossier that was done by Christopher Steele and paid by uh, Fusion GPS, a strategic communications uh, firm that was paid for by the Democratic National Committee and the Trump and the Hillary campaign. So there should be no major shock right now that they didn't find anything with respect to collusion. Well, that's, we, well, well, don't, we, that's the political but, aspect yeah, yeah. of the thing. That's what but, they want to find. But we, we don't know yet, right, what it says in the report. So would you be shocked, you know, if, the, if it doesn't even mention any of that stuff? No, what we do know is all we need to know, and that is there's no more indictments being uh, made. He's not pursuing any further indictments. Gerald Kushner, Ivanka right. Trump, all, uh, Jerome Corsi, all of the folks that the, the left-wing press have said have been implicated in this nefarious conspiracy with the Kremlin have not panned out. So I'm not surprised that somebody like Jeffrey Tubin is absolutely dumbfounded tonight on CNN, essentially saying, wait a second, you know, to all of the, the punditry that's out there, saying, hmm, they're not being indicted, you know? That's a pretty big win for the White House on this one. And really what it means is that the fraud that Trump has been talking about for a long time has come home to roost. Now, the Democrats don't want to hear that. They want this to be a campaign issue so that it it damages Trump. Throw as much mud on him as you can, uh, you know, until the 2020 election. But this is a huge, undeniable victory for Trump 
that there are no further indictments here. Yeah, that certainly that's a, that, that was the word earlier. But do we need? Do, but don't we need to know yet whether, and we don't know whether this could end up being indictments coming from the Southern District of New York that it won't come out of the Mueller investigation, but they will be referred to, for example, the Attorney General of the State of New York or other places that would be because these w- would have been perhaps state crimes that they might have inco- uh, uncovered. Okay, well, l- let's let's put it this way, Ann. Okay. Uh, this was not part of uh, Mueller's mandate to investigate every nook and cranny of Trump's finances. Right, right. Basically, what the, what the Mueller report is saying is that there is no collusion with Russia. There is no uh, uh, case for obstruction of justice. All of the things you've been hearing on left-wing radio and TV for the last almost two years. Now, what this tells you is that it's a huge blow to the left wing, and especially to members of Congress who are engaged in their uh, their, their new investigations, like uh, Adam Schiff and 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 others in the House, and uh, uh, Jerome Nadler uh, in on the Judiciary Committee in right. the House, and they're going to be very very disappointed with this report. And Rod Rosenstein gave a, a very strong clue as to what is going to be written in this report, and it's basically going to be the evidence that is connected with the indictments that were made and no information provided on the declinations. And that means the people that were not indicted. Right. Because it's against the uh, Justice Department rules to name people who are, that, you know, who can't, uh, who, who, who won't be indicted. You can't, you, to a criminal, right. a criminal indictment. You don't want to tar them with that. But at the same time, there were 34. Right. I mean, there's 34 charges that have come up to people and three to companies along the way. That's not nothing. I mean, that's not that. I mean, that, that may not be, as you say, it may not be what many people on the left were hoping for. But that's not it's also not, you know, chicken salad either that they got that there was 30 people are actually going to go to jail that came as a result of this investigation. And well, companies might still be prosecuted yeah, I look at I look I, I know that that's really something that the left hangs on basically. So look, oh, there's all these indictments, but what were the indictments? There were process indictments. I mean, well, you had Michael Flynn basically who was talking to Sergey Kislyak during the during the transition period. Well, what kind of a crime is that? This guy is is basically a socialite Russian, you know, who's been there for like 25 years as Russian ambassador. What kind of crime is that? Well, I don't uh, think there was. Oh, that. I, I don't, don't think. Well, wait, but it wasn't. He wasn't charged with. Yeah, but he wasn't charged with talking to the Russian guy. He was charged no, he with lying. Perjury. Right. I mean, don't perjury we want that? Over nothing, but over nothing. Oh, okay. I mean, that was Flynn's failing. I mean, basically, not to just you know say, yeah, we were talking about a lot of things. It really didn't matter. But the point is now that there is no substance to the claims on the left, even though they will continue to make these claims, that somehow there's so much more here that Mueller missed. They embraced Mueller, the left. He was going to be the one that supplied this extensive report of all of these potential crimes that were committed. And now, guess what? No more indictments. And the ones you got were somebody who engaged in uh, conspiracy money laundering uh, uh, 12 years ago in the Ukraine with Paul Manafort and several other people who made misstatements. Can you imagine that to an FBI agent was asking them like Michael Cohen, 
well, right. uh, when did you complete the Trump project? When did you stop talking? Well, we stopped in December. Oh, but we have evidence that you actually went on until June. So you get convicted with a plea deal for perjury. And as far as the other crimes that you're talking about in the Southern District of New York, you know, there are double jeopardy statutes. You've got the main prosecutor, federal prosecutor, Robert Mueller, who's essentially saying no more indictments. Yes, there are people that can go on and say, oh, I want to look at his finances. I want to look at his tax returns. The, the president said is I want to look into all kinds of things, but it's completely extraneous to the investigation of Russian collusion and obstruction of justice. Those were the two main charges that Mueller was mandated to look at. He found nothing about that. No more indictments. Well, it's certainly your story. You're certainly right. And that seems to be where this is headed over the next couple of days. We'll know more when they actually release the contents of the investigation. Um, I appreciate that, Dr. John Curtis, and I know you're you're accustomed to being paired with Howard Bloom, so you won't be shocked that I'll go to him here before we get to the bottom of the hour and we'll get to our guest coming up. Thank you, uh, Dr. Curtis. Uh, Howard Bloom uh, is a long-term uh, guest here on Coast to Coast. He and I go back I don't want to say 20 years, but close to 20 years on Coast to Coast. Uh, and he's a personal friend. Howard, how are you tonight? Great. And John Curtis has got me all riled up. Well, before uh, you go anywhere, let me just say, I have a confession to you. I was in New York. Oh, you didn't let, tell me? Ian! I, I know. I'm t- <laughs> hey, let me get the confession out. So I was, in, I, I was speaking, I, I did a, a true crime presentation at uh, New York University uh, a couple of Saturdays ago. So it was literally like a fly-in and a fly-out. And most of the time that I was there, I was in my hotel room grading papers. But I usually let you know when I'm... And the last time I was in town was for your birthday. So Uh, let me just say, it wasn't... But so, but this is... So we still don't know. I mean, we just don't know what's in this investigation. We don't know yet what the Mueller report is going to say. I'll say the same thing I said to Dr. Curtis. We we will know more soon and it may be that he's right that that this is just a matter of you know this was they were they swung for the fences and they got a they you know they got a double and and all of this you know Sturm and dang was over a, a double where are you with that well, howard here's here's where the ball game is right now the delivery of the Mueller report is just the beginning it's a kickoff for a really bitter scrum that may last the rest of the year the left is convinced that donald trump has committed high crimes and misdemeanors, and they've been waiting for almost two years for revelations in the Mueller report to give them grounds for impeachment. The right believes that the Mueller report is the product of a deep state conspiracy to overthrow a legitimately elected president, a conspiracy to pull off a bloodless coup. Mueller, his right-hand man, Andrew Weissman, James Comey, Bruce Orr, his wife, Nellie Orr, Lisa Page, FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, and former CIA Chief John Brennan, have all allegedly been a part of this conspiratorial witch hunt. And some claim that behind the attempt to crucify Trump is the archdemon, Hillary Clinton, who kicked this whole thing off by hiring, as John just said, the former head of the Russian desk for Britain's intelligence agency, MI6, Christopher Steele, to concoct a so-called phony report alleging that President Trump is in Vladimir Putin's pocket. Now, that's the, the conservative point of view, but take a close look at this so-called phony steel dossier. You can find it online. It looks insanely credible. It says, among other things, that the Russians have been trying to turn Donald Trump into what Moscow calls a, quote, useful idiot, close quote, 
since at least 2008. Now remember, Donald Trump was flown with his wife on an all-expense-paid trip to Moscow by the Russian government in 1987, a full 32 years ago. He was treated like a VIP and shown around Russia's capital city. That trip turned Donald Trump into a megaphone for Kremlin propaganda. Says the San Francisco Chronicle, only seven weeks after that trip, Trump ran full-page ads in the Boston Globe, the New York Times, and the Washington Post, calling for, in effect, the dismantling of the Western alliance. What Vladimir Putin dreams of more than anything else in life. That may have begun President Trump's performance as a Russian asset. Okay, but uh, but if any of that was in the report, then then you know we would there would be more indictments right so if no, if what no, you just said was true there wouldn't necessarily be more indictments because the only crime here would be under the emoluments clause but there's more this kicked off trump's russian fixation and not long after the first russian trip donald trump began his plan for a trump tower in moscow a hundred story building that would be the tallest building in europe and in two thousand thirteen trump took his miss universe pageant to moscow and begged for attention from vladimir putin but the crucial year for the Putin's influence, for Putin's influence over Donald Trump was 2008, the year of the Great Recession, when we were all threatened with unemployment and the destruction of our savings. Donald Trump had gone through between four and six bankruptcies, depending on who's counting. He owed over $690 million and was about to lose everything. No bank would lend a penny to anyone, not even to their best clients. It was the Great Recession. But one of the banks that Donald Trump had stiffed was the German bank, Deutsche Bank. In fact, Trump was in a hot and heavy lawsuit with Deutsche Bank. He tried to get his debt to the bank nullified by accusing the bank of starting the rate recession of 2008. Yet Deutsche Bank reached out and caught Donald Trump before he could fall. It loaned Trump $2 billion. Why? Now, could it have been something to do with a crime for which Deutsche Bank would later be punished with a $630 million fine? Could it be because Deutsche Bank laundered $10 billion for Vladimir Putin? Could it be that $2 billion of this laundered Putin money went to bail out Donald Trump? Okay. Will the Mueller right. report tell us anything about these things? Well, but see, that if, if what you described there, right, would, for right. a prosecutor, would seemingly would be low-hanging fruit. Right. That, that seems like that would be the easiest thing to prove exactly like, you know, to, to, to quote John Curtis a moment ago that, you know, you could easily connect the dots. If that were true, then all of that would just be that would lead up to more indictments. But so you, where you, is the crime? The uh, Deutsche Bank has loaned uh, Donald Trump, a real estate magnate, uh, money. Donald Trump, a real estate mogul, has borrowed money. Bankruptcy is common if in, among real estate developers. It just goes with the field. Um, this is all before Donald Trump was president. And so where is where's the crime? Well, that, that's, it, wouldn't that be exactly what John Curtis is asking is, where's the crime? The yep. crime didn't uh, happen, so there's is, no crime. Except there's Russian, uh, Donald Trump is, if this scenario is correct, and it may not be, but if it is correct, then Donald Trump is the biggest Manchurian candidate in the history of the modern West. <laughs> well, you know, people throw around things like Manchurian candidate because it's very sexy. And for the same reason that, you know, I know that this is something which got said about Barack Obama and whatever. Everybody likes to talk in terms of like, you know, movie analogies. I don't know that 
we really have enough evidence yet. What, what you will wait, we will all have to wait until the contents of the Mueller report comes out. And it does seem like, as as others have pointed out, it does seem like this is a time when a lot of people on the right get to say, I told you so. Right. Are, are you not willing to allow them to say, I told you so? Not yet. There's going to be a furious fight for the next possibly year over to reveal or not to reveal the details of what's in the Mueller report. And until we see those details, we don't have a clue. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.